What is going on, Headstrong Nation? Welcome back to another episode. I realize it's been a while and I apologize, but we're back. We're going to record and, and we're going to go over a, a topic here today that I've actually been seeing a little more and more just come up in recent conversations with myself and, or not with myself, with other people. Uh, and, and that's kind of the premise around like how to do something the right way. Now this is, and honestly, I don't feel like this podcast is going to be very long, but it's an important thought process and it's important. It's an important point to get across to people. You see, I think people are very, we're almost too blinded and too shell. There's so much information coming in about how to do something a certain way or to do something the right way that we almost block ourselves from doing it at all from fear of getting it wrong and being judged by other people. Now, I do see this a very, very substantial amount in the fitness coaching space. And honestly, it does piss me off a little bit. Uh, you see a lot of coaches and a lot of teams and a lot of this and that using it as almost like a marketing strategy to try to overcomplicate the most simplest shit, make you the 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 what's the word I'm looking for? The purchaser, the the come on, the consumer, Jesus, making you the consumer feel so stupid and feel like you're not doing anything right, and that this person has so much higher knowledge than you that like you just absolutely have to hire them to coach you, and that's bullshit. Because here's the thing, and I want everybody to understand thing, there are probably 15 million ways to do the same thing right. Now, there's also 15 million ways to do it wrong. Where I think that the lines meet is right where they shake hands in the middle, right? There's things that you can do wrong, there's things that you can do right, and the best path to be on is right in the middle where these two shake hands, you're going to get things wrong. You're also going to get some things right. But the 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 fact that we sit here and think like, oh, how I, I had a conversation on a live just now. Somebody said, shit, I wish I could remember exactly what they asked me. They said, okay, so they said, what's the best way to strengthen your core? And I said, well, you train it, right? If any of you guys follow me, you guys know I'm, I'm, I simplify things. A lot of people don't like it, but I'm simple, I simplify things. That's why my clients thrive and they don't get stressed out. I'm not a complicated coach. It's not that hard. It's not that serious. But she didn't know any better, this person, because she's like, well, I see so many different ways of how to quote unquote properly train your core. I don't know which one's proper. And I said, okay, can you do a thousand sit-ups straight? She said, no. So, okay, well, if you do a thousand sit-ups, your core gets stronger. Can you hold a two-minute plank? I don't know. Well, if you can hold a two-minute plank every day for a month, your core is going to get stronger, right? If you can't do 20 leg raises, if you get yourself to do 20 leg raises, you're strengthening your core. So there's there's so many different ways to do something, right? Even launching a business. What's the best way to launch a business? I don't know. Whatever fucking way works, right? Because if you come to me and you say, Nick, I you know I really like what you've done with your coaching company. How, how do you how do I start and build that successful coaching company? Well, I'd say, I don't know. I'd say, hey, here's what I did that worked. More than likely, you can take a couple bits from what I've done, but you're going to have to paint it a different way to what works for you. Because it's not about what works best. It's about what works for you. It's about what works for ourselves. And that has to do with everything. And we have to understand that when we're in this, this world that's just fucking full of information being pummeled down our throats, there is a lot of opinionated facts that aren't true facts. And there is a lot of 
a lot of hesitation in what we're doing because we don't want to be judged by other people and look like we're stupid. Dude, here's the thing. I fuck up with coaching every week. Like there is at least one client a week where I make an adjustment and the next week they're like, dude, I feel like shit. And I'm like, oops, you know, like it, it happens. Like you can't, you can't sit here and think that every single coach, like if you just looked at my roster surface face, you'd think I'm the best fucking coach on the planet because my roster is filled with athletes that just look fucking incredible. It's got very little to do with me and a lot to do with them. But the surface view of it is, oh my God, Nick never fucks up. He's a great coach. I'm not. I mean, I'm a good coach. Don't get me wrong. I can say that, but I mess up all the freaking time. I even have clients like, why would you do that? I'm like, I don't know. Let's try it. You know, like it's it's a partnership between you and your athletes. Like I don't know everything and I'm going to get things wrong and I'm also going to get things right. And so are you. So the, the main thing I'm trying to get across here, guys, is that you are never going to do things the best way, right? Like the best way doesn't exist. What's the best way to start a podcast? Dude, I don't know. I literally click record on my on my Apple MacBook that I bought in 2013 and I record it literally talking into a computer and I upload it to a to a podcast site. That is literally all I do. I don't edit it. I don't I don't buffer it. Like I don't know anything. You guys just seem to like me talk so I just keep doing it. Right? Like the way I'm doing it right now, I know for a fact the way I go about my podcast is not the best way, but hey, it works for me right now. And down the road, when I do make it a larger priority, because I can be realistic here and say it's not a priority for me to go get a nice microphone and things like that, because it's been working right now, right? It's not a priority for me right now. And when it does become a priority, I'll find a better way. But I'm not going to find the best way, because the best way does not exist. What matters is the way that gets us closer to our goal. Now, what's the best way to lose fat? I don't know. What are you currently doing? Well, nothing. Okay, the best the best way to start losing fat is by doing something, right? What do you do in your home? Well, I sit down and I watch Netflix for like five episodes. Okay, so here's how you start losing fat. Instead of five episodes, you're going to watch three of those episodes sitting down. And then for the next two episodes, I want you to just pace back and forth in your living room so you're getting some movement in. That is a way to start losing fat. It might not be the best way, but it might be the best way for you to start and be able to stick to something consistently. There is no best way. And I can go through example and example and example and example of this, but what you guys just have to get through your mind is fear of not doing something the best way is stopping you from doing anything at all. And I've said this before in a podcast, the greatest intention is worth less than the smallest action. Or I should say the smallest action is worth more than the largest intention because intention never takes action. I'd rather do something and get 10% right than just think about something that could be 90% right. You know, at least I got that 10% right. I'm just in my mind thinking it could get 90% right. I'd rather take action and learn as I go. And that always needs to be the principle. Like we need to, I'm reading this amazing book right now. And honestly, I'm going to link it in the, in the notes here. 
Also, I, I forgot, let me give a shout out to my sponsors, Mega Fit Meals, code NK on your first order. These meals are fucking incredible. Cured Nutrition, code NK. Cured Nutrition will be the future of supplements, I guarantee it. You should stop buying all these other bullshit supplement companies and you should go through these natural herbs, CBD, and mushroom-infused supplements because they are incredible for your health. And if I'm making an impact on you in any way, go to the impact site, pick up some clothes, look fly as hell. Anyways, this book I'm reading right now, it's called Limitless and it's by Jim Quick. And he talks about upgrading your brain, learning anything faster, and unlocking your exceptional life. This book is about teaching you how to learn better. And it's unbelievable. I'm about 100 pages in. It's one of my favorite books I've ever read in my entire life. And now that I'm doing this podcast and talking about this book, I'm actually seeing the correlation for what I'm saying with what's in the book um, of like you have to just learn how to learn things and you're going to learn things differently than other people. But if you constantly have these limiting self-beliefs of saying, I'm a bad reader, well, then you're always going to be a bad reader. If you think, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm always, uh, I'm just out of shape. That's just who I am. Well, yeah, then that's always going to be who you are. You have this limiting self-belief instead of this limitless self-belief. And which one you choose to feed literally is which one you will become. So when we're, when we're sitting here saying this is just who I am, no, it's not. No, it's not. You're not lazy because it's who you are. You're lazy because you're, you've got so many choices of how to not be lazy. You don't know which one to take. So you, you have, you have a choice overload, right? When there's so many choices, we see an action. If you're driving down the freeway and all of a sudden the freeway splits into 15 different lanes in a split second, more than likely you're going to crash your car, right? I know I would. I would crash my car because there's so much going on. There's so much sensory motor recruitment happening that you literally get lost in the amount of choices that instantly just became to you. So you don't have any action. You crash, you die. That was a little morbid, but you, you get the concept here. And I think personally, failure to even act in the first place is death, right? That's death, that's death of any sort of intention. So if we... I'll wrap this up because I'm starting to ramble here. So the main premise I want to get across for you guys, short and sweet podcast here is it's not about what works best. It's about what works best for you. And when we're doing things, and I this is one that's great in terms of meditation that I've, ha- I've helped a lot of my mentorship clients get through is don't worry whether or not you're doing it right. What matters is that you're just doing it. What matters is that you're just trying, right? When we try to focus in on your breath, right? Breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. Don't focus if you're doing it right. What matters is you're doing it. Just like anything, it doesn't matter if you're doing things the best possible way. What matters is you're just doing it. And I've said this in a podcast before. The goal, we have to understand we're not going to be the best. We're not going to be perfectly right. More than likely, we're going to be wrong. And our goal needs to be less wrong over time. We need to start shifting the narrative from if we get something wrong, we shy away, we close up, we get embarrassed. And we need to we need to normalize people getting it wrong and like using that as a catalyst to to learn. And I'm reading a book right now. It's called Limitless by you know uh, Jim Quick. Like I said, I'll put it in the in the thing here. And what he talks about here is children learn faster than anybody on the planet and it's because they don't care if they're wrong or not they don't care about getting things wrong they don't have an ego to block them they don't care about being embarrassed like i've talked in a podcast about children falling down millions of times before they learn to finally walk but if they gave up right the first time they fell down they'd never learn to walk it doesn't make any sense so why does a child have more mental tenacity than 
than we do? Why does our two-month-old self, why does our two-year-old self, why did they have more mental fortitude and tenacity and more learning than we do now? It's because they weren't scared of being wrong. They weren't worried about doing things the best way. They were just worried about figuring it out. They were worried about that curiosity of exploring and learning. That's where a lot of us start losing things. We start losing our creativity. Any sort of exploration of learning something new, that's creativity. And we're losing that the older that we get because we're worried about getting things wrong. Every single person who's fucked up usually ends up doing something fucking incredible. Albert Einstein's a great example. They told this dude he was a fucking idiot. They told his parents he was never going to learn. But it's just because they weren't focusing on how he was smart. Right. Another quote from that book, it's not how smart you are, it's how you are smart. Albert Einstein wasn't a textbook smart guy because it was boring to him. His creativity wasn't challenged. He was a fucking genius at figuring out, figuring out everything else because it, it intrigued his creativity. And a creative genius is in every single one of us. And that, in my opinion is the most powerful genius that we can possibly be because that's the genius that actually makes change. So the one thing I want you guys to take away from this is stop focusing on which way is the absolute best way because the best way just does not exist. And that's going to be where I leave it. And I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. It's been a while since I've been on. I actually took a little bit of a, of a hiatus from social media it was just really bothering me how just fake it all seemed. And I was just seeing so many people posting things to just monetize and not really add value to people. And it just, something just clicked in me and turned me off. And I said, I got to get away from this for a while. So I apologize, but I'm back doing my part to push the corner of what I think is adding value to people as much as I can. If you guys appreciate that, or you guys resonate with anything I said, I would really, really appreciate it if you guys dropped a five-star review and a written review down below. It seriously helps the podcast grow so freaking much, and it increases my motivation every single time I see a new review. So thank you guys so much for listening, and I will catch up with you guys in the next one.